Ready for a fun fantasy fiction Friday episode? So moving forward on Fridays, I'll be reading you snippets of The Dragon Collector, and I'll be sharing behind-the-scenes insider secrets along the way. If you'll remember from the 21 days of storytelling, The Dragon Collector is the first book of the Dragonstalker Bloodline saga. In it, 15-year-old Javen believes he is simply an ordinary orphan abandoned by his mother at birth until he is whisked away to another dimension and his destiny as the chosen one from the Collector bloodline is revealed. Armed only with an ancient weapon, a trio of old advisors, and his determination to win, Javen is soon caught up in a dangerous battle for the throne. Now his choices could save, or destroy, the people and dragons of Xandador, including the mother he just met. So today we're picking up in chapter 19, where we left off after the storytelling blitz from the 21 days of storytelling. Remember that Javen is learning the history of Xandador from his grandfather, because this dragon dimension thing is new to him, considering the fact that Javen grew up on Earth. When I wrote this chapter years ago, I broke the classic rule of show, don't tell. I thus do a lot of telling in this chapter, and it's not very adventurous. I find it interesting, though. I mean, it's kind of my world after all. And it does lay the foundation for the origin trilogy I have planned once the saga is complete. Hopefully you will find the world of dragon stalkers interesting as well. So let's get to it. It's Fantasy Fiction Friday! That means it's time for an escape break with author DK Drake. This is the part of the show where your host, author DK Drake, reads you a snippet of one of her stories. So if you're intrigued by a world where dragons exist and people live for hundreds of years, stay tuned for a show designed for sheer entertainment purposes. Still here? Fantastic! Prepare for adventure, for you are now entering the land of Xandador. Chapter 19 a history lesson. Ravier resumed his place behind the podium and rubbed his eyes. Where were we? he asked. Xandador and Japheth parted ways. Javen yawned. It's getting late, and it's been a long day. Can we please pick this up in the morning? Ravier slapped the podium at the same time he yelled. Do you want to save your mother? Javen jumped in his seat, banging his knees on the underside of the desk. Yes, that's why I'm here. Then pay attention. Ravier erased his map of Earth from the chalkboard and continued his lecture. Xandador took charge of the Great Rift and dispersed the animals to the region best suited to their well-being. Stalkers were given the task of patrol to ensure no predators ever made their way back through the portal. A hundred and six years passed. Man multiplied on the Earth. Animals multiplied in the Great Rift. All the animals except the dragons. Why not dragons? For some reason, dragon eggs wouldn't hatch, so it was left to eight dragons to fight against hostile and growing populations of dinosaurs, flying lions, six-legged bears, and giant spiders, to name a few. Two dragons were killed. The other six were in dire need of help. Xandador opened the portal, flew across the ocean, and attempted to telepathically connect with his rider. But Japheth was no longer alive, and the only one who could hear Xandador was the middle of Japheth's seven sons, Javen. Whoa! What was his name? Javen, your namesake. He was the first human leader of the Great Rift. So my mom didn't give me some weird random name. Nice. Ravier took a deep breath. Moving on. Javen ignored Xandador's telepathic plea, certain he was imagining the voice he was hearing even though his father had passed along the scales and tales of Xandador and the Great Rift to him. At about that same time, a turning point in human history occurred. Man, who at this point still all spoke one language, was not dispersing and filling the earth as God commanded. God intervened by introducing new languages and creating confusion. Now you're talking about Babel. Javen was familiar with this Bible story, too. That's where people started speaking different languages and couldn't understand each other. Exactly. Javen and a small number of others, including his daughters and nephews and their families, spoke English. As a group, they decided to band together, follow Javen to the Great Rift, and answer the dragon's cry for help. Each of the nephews were sons of Javen's brothers, so each of Japheth's seven sons were represented. 
They built a boat and used Xanderdor's wings as sails to speed their trip across the Atlantic. Once they entered the Great Rift, Javen ordered the people to find dragon eggs so they could take them back to Earth to hatch. But the only one who had any luck finding eggs was Grishan, son of Tyrus, Japheth's youngest son. He and his family became known as the Protectors and oversaw the transport of the eggs to Earth. After the dragons hatched, they transported them back to the land of Xandador. With the new influx of dragons, Javen chose four stalkers to ride and became the leader of his own collection. He and other collectors worked with the dragons to fight the dinosaurs and won back control of the land. But where did the dinosaurs go? They migrated north to Tirza, turned on each other, and wiped themselves out. Bummer. Bummer. What does that mean? It means I was hoping to see some dinosaurs. They're extinct on Earth, too. Oh well, Javen shrugged. What happened after the dragons beat the dinosaurs? For the first 599 years, Javen led the people. He started by dividing the land of Xandador into 11 regions, four stalker territories and seven human territories. To honor his brothers and father, Javen named six of the regions after his brothers and the seventh, the capital city, after his father. The dragons taught the humans how to use the resources of the land, including their own scales, to build houses and power them. In exchange, the humans worked with the dragons to transport one egg to Earth a year to hatch. Once it hatched, they brought it back to Xandador to live. They also helped protect the dragons from predators during shedding seasons. Shedding seasons? What's that? Once a year, for the first ten years of its life, a dragon sheds its scales. Then the shedding time is reduced to once every ten years. It takes about three weeks for a dragon to grow a new set of scales, which also double as a defensive shield. Without its scales, dragons are helpless against attack. Did not know that. Javen decided it was a good thing to write in his notebook. As I already mentioned, those who took the eggs to Earth became known as protectors. They would also bring back earthly news to Xandador when they returned home. Is that how you know so much about Earth? Yes. Our worlds are similar, especially in the way we measure time. That's why we mimicked the calendar system Earth developed. We use the same days, weeks, and months as Earth. The major difference, however, is the year. Our historical timeline began when the first 49 entered the Great Rift. Got it. That means this is August like it is on Earth. But what year does that make it here? It's 4200. A battle for the throne year. No one has entered the competition, though. Not yet. Right. Not yet. And you can't until you have a better understanding of our history. Javen groaned. He wasn't sure how much more of this history he could handle. When would Ravier stop talking so they could start fighting? But the dull pain that lingered from the shot he took to the nose earlier reminded him he wasn't ready for action. He slumped back in his chair and listened to Ravier teach on. If you enjoyed today's Escape Break episode but don't want to wait to find out what happens next, click on over to authordkdrake.com. There you can become a DK Drake Insider, secure your free starter library, and access all the books from the Dragonstalker Bloodline saga that are available for sale on Amazon. In the meantime, I dare you not to dream of dragons tonight.